from 88.9 Radio Milwaukee, I'm Jordan Lee. And I'm Piet Levy, music writer for the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. Every week we talk about music coming into Milwaukee and the music coming out of Milwaukee. This is Tapped In. Hello, Piet. How are you, my friend? Great, Jordan. Excited for the spring. It's feeling like spring, right? Man, I know. I got the kids out to the skate park over the weekend. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm finding uh, melting snows and covering some dog bombs in my neighborhood. <laughs> it's been, uh, it's just, it feels like spring. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. And when spring comes, spring concerts, this was a, a pretty quiet winter uh, for, for Milwaukee concerts, honestly. There's still some good stuff. But spring is when things really heat up in the city, and so we're going to talk about some of those highlights of spring. And there's so many different things to see, from classic punk rock to new pop to electronic. So many artists coming into our market. We thought for part one we'd each just kind of dive into one show we're very excited to see. And I think we're staying at one venue for this one. Both of us are looking at concerts we want to see at the Pfizer Forum this spring. Yeah, so for my pick, if you could see only one concert this, this spring and you had... Uh, a giant bank account. <laughs> I would go for Elton John because that those <laughs> tickets are pricey. Yes, uh, sir. And they're starting at like two hundred dollars for some resale seats, and they go up really high into yeah. the thousands if you want to be like front row center or something. But uh, Elton John is amazing. If you can swing it financially, uh, I think it's the show to see. I saw Elton John last fall when he came through. This is part of his farewell tour. And that was one of my favorite. That was my favorite concert of the year. Wow, that sure. says a lot. You see a lot of concerts. And last year. year was a really good year. Yes. There's a lot of great concerts, and Elton John was just in fantastic form. He seemed a lot younger than uh, you know than his actual age. He had this really beautiful, soulful voice. His piano playing was incredible. The band was super sharp. He's really realizing his classic songbook, which I mean, it's an incredible songbook. And he's doing it in such a fantastic fashion with this live show. Um, it was just spectacular. They also have these things at the Elton John show. If you go. Um, it's called uh, Peaks, and Peaks is basically this new system where for 15 bucks you can rent earbuds, and you can you can basically have this device, this app on your phone, and you can like the the music synchronizes with the concert. You can basically adjust the concert audio through the show, which is what I did last fall, and it was like insanely cool. So you could like oh. if there was a part where you're like, man, I really want to hear Elton's vocals really high on this, you could dial back the rest of the band and hear just Elton, or if you want to hear the guitar solo, you could just what? dial up the guitar solo, and it's like incredible. It's incredibly well done, this system. So if you're going to go, I would say go for one of the cheaper seats, which is not that cheap, and then spend 15 bucks on the peak system. It's a really cool way to see a show. So that's at the Pfizer in April on the 28th. My pick is going to be Tame Impala, also at the Pfizer at the end of May, May 30th. Piet, as I drive around town... As I wait for the bus on my way to work, I'm seeing billboards every day for seeing for Tame Impala being here in the city. And I'm just excited. I've been a fan of Tame Impala since I first heard his music. Um, the vibe is something I'm really into, but I want to see how this translates into a large arena show. I know he's got the chops. I know he's got the experience with being an outdoor festival headliner, which for some reason makes more sense to me to see him in a you know, Coachella or Lollapalooza-like setting than it does to see this indoors. So I'm just very excited to see, like, what is the production? What's the set list look like? Uh, this new album is absolutely incredible. So there's all these things adding up for me that, I mean, that's the show I'm picking this spring. Yeah, no, it's a really good pick. And that album, The Slow Rush, it is, yeah, it's a banger. It's just like an hour of bangers. It's so good. And Kevin Parker from Tame Impala, he just has such a perfectionist ear. And, yeah. and he's just able to, like, even just hearing, like, the different kind of percussion touches throughout a song or just different ways that the, the sounds will kind of ripple and and you know pierce through just the different sonic elements it's just so incredible he's such a perfectionist and he gets that reputation as perfectionist 
on the albums, but live he really translates it well. Yes. He has a really terrific band, and live, the Sonic Experience live, is basically like a headphone listen in a big setting. So I expect this will be a really cool show and a great sounding show. Well, that's just two shows, but there are a lot of great shows coming in March, April, and May here in the city of Milwaukee. We're going to dive into some of our picks for the season coming up next on Tapped In. Stay tuned. Nonprofit Radio Milwaukee is brought to you by you. A membership contribution is your personal commitment to music and Milwaukee. Visit RadioMilwaukee.org to check out your donor benefits and the thank you gifts to show off your 88.9 pride. Every night I saw you there in your old wicker chair saying, Ooh. You were wrong, I was right, didn't matter in the fights. Coffee mug filled it up, I always knew what it was. Been on your side for years You can never love without crying Is she dead? Is she fine? That's the unmistakable sounds of the Lumineers who are bringing their sounds to Milwaukee at the Pfizer Forum on March 11th. I'm Jordan from 88.9 Radio Milwaukee, and in studio with me, as always, every single week, is Piet Levy from Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. Of course, we talk about the music that comes out of our city. Tonight, we're talking about the music that comes into our city. There's a lot of great concerts in Milwaukee this spring, and what we wanted to do today is kind of give you our curated list. There's so many shows we're going to miss on this list, so let me put that out there as the first thing. Like, we're not going to cover everything. That'd be like a three-hour-long podcast. Yeah, yeah. But what we wanted to do is just kind of give you some insight on some of the shows we're particularly excited about. A wide range of genres we're going to cover here, Piet, but starting off with the Lumineers, I don't even know where we label them at this point in time with a genre, but they have definitely redefined what we think of as popular music in the 2010s. Yeah, Lumineers, you know, folk rock, I guess, is kind of the general thing, but you're right. They, they do cover a lot of ground uh, in that realm. And what I think is cool about this show, it's having March 11th at Pfizer Forum. They played the Pap Cedar last year. It was one of their more intimate shows that they've done recently. They did kind of a couple of these last year, mm-hmm. kind of basically gearing up for this new album yes, cycle. Yes. And the album is very good. It's called Three. And it's uh, basically this concept album about uh, addiction and the way that addiction has impacted three generations of a family. Uh, addiction has also impacted the lives of uh, the two main guys in Lumineers, uh, where they've had relatives who, you know, one uh, who passed away or one who's, you know, really struggling still. And so it's a very kind of personal listen, but the and but still very cathartic too. So I think that'll translate really well at Pfizer Forum. The Pfizer Forum is actually the top of our list here for March because although there's shows happening all over the city, there's big names coming in, including Blake Shelton, who's going to be here on the 20th. Yeah, Blake Shelton's here the uh, March 20th at Pfizer Forum. And then what I think is interesting is that there'll be a lot of big uh, country concerts this spring. Uh, there's this big Kenny Chesney, Florida Georgia Lions yep. show. But if I had to pick one, I'd go with the Blake Shelton show because uh, he's doing this Friends and Heroes tour, which I think is really neat where it's going to be him, but also he's bringing in kind of seasoned pros like the Bellamy Brothers, John Anderson, Trace Adkins, and also Lauren Elena. And the format of the show is just going to be kind of a lot of mixing and matching and jams together. So I think it'll make it a special night. 
Not exactly an intimate atmosphere, the Pfizer Forum. You're sharing your experience with thousands and thousands of others. So I'm interested to see how Michael Blue Blaze's performance translates as he's at Pfizer Forum just days later. Yeah, exactly. He'll be there March 29th. And he was uh, last in Milwaukee in 2014, which is a really um, touching show. His, his grandmother had passed away earlier that day. And so he... Um, he delivered like a, you didn't know anything was really wrong or a, a miss, I guess, until the end when he confessed that. And he did a song that dedicated to her. Uh, and that really kind of spoke to how much of a professional is, how much of an entertainer he is. He didn't know that he's really struggling with this and he still is able to entertain all his fans. So he should be here under better circumstances. Hometown Heroes Gold returned to Milwaukee for a headlining show with support from Lex Allen at Turner Hall on March 27th. I'm pretty excited about this one, Piet, as you know, we've seen Gold has really kind of perfected their version of pop music. Their new release, uh, from what I've heard so far, is absolutely fantastic. And uh, having Lex on the bill, to me, I mean, this is a moment in time when we're talking about the sound of pop music here in the city of Milwaukee. Yeah, you got Lex there. You also got Seesaw as well, which also does some really smart pop. They're based in Madison. And Gold, you know, they started making songs in 2014, became... Uh, one of the best-known bands in Milwaukee. Um, one of the best, you know, probably the most popular bands has come out of Milwaukee in the last, you know, five years. Um, and this album, though, is their first full-length debut album. Yep. They finally, it just took them a while to do it, but they finally did it with Here We Are. And what I think is interesting is that Gold um, could have really easily, I think, could have gone into this kind of Spotify uh chill wave sort of mm-hmm. direction because that you know they, they came off in this like when there's a synth pop surge and they had this very kind of shiny pop yes. synth pop yep. thing going and they could have even scale that back even more and pull back the percussion yes. and been a little bit more chill probably would have done well for the streams and they didn't do that to their credit i think they they you know this album has a lot of kind of grind to it it's got like a yeah. little punk influence to it, it. and it's really uh, quite different from what they did in the in the early years where it's it's really you know rock with a little bit of you know little bit of seasoning like sugary kind of synth on top of it so it's really interesting what they're doing they're definitely their own identity and it'll be a good show the sounds of Stephen Malcolmus, who will ring in April, April 1st, performing at Turner Hall Ballroom with Sandy Alex G. What excites you about this show? Well, this is the only show that featured both Malcolmus, uh, who, of course, is well-known for Pavement, and is uh, touring behind a new album with the Jicks, and it's kind of more of a folky sort yep. of sound. Uh, it's the only show with Malcolmus and Sandy Alex G together. There's a lot of overlap, I think, but in their styles. They I both agree. have this kind of lo-fi pop, very smart songwriting, um, you know, very critically acclaimed, uh, very prolific uh, and they were both touring all over, you know, the U.S. this spring. But as the routing gods would have it, uh, April 1st, they just both happened to be in Milwaukee. So they're combining forces for this April 1st show. And it's the only um, joint date on their tours. So they're each doing their own little thing yeah. all over the country. But in Milwaukee, they just happen to be performing together. I think it's just a really cool double bill. We've been hearing a lot about Gospel Fest. This is going to be a convergence of Milwaukee artists and artists from around the United States uh, really celebrating um, what's happening with the culture here at the Pfizer Forum. Uh, This is April 10th, and this is going to be a pretty big production. Yeah, this is put on by A. Curtis Farrow, who's a a veteran gospel music promoter. He's behind the McDonald's Gospel Fest. He's been behind it since the 80s. Uh, The funeral services for Aretha Franklin, Whitney Houston, he was behind those as well and directed those. So he's a major player. 
player in the gospel world. And this gospel fest that's happening at Pfizer Forum is a one-night-only festival in Milwaukee. Uh, this isn't a tour. It's a unique program where there will be uh, more than 50 musicians, a lot of them from the region. Uh, but they also have some big names in the gospel world like Yolanda Adams and Tamala Main and Leandria Johnson, Hezekiah Walker. Um, and they're all going to be performing together at this uh, Good Friday show. Hey, let's jump around to the renegade sound of the paranoid style. Hey, get upside down to the American sound of the paranoid style. Now, this is an interesting and awkward transition as we tow from Gospel Fest to Bad Religion, who's going to be performing at the rave. Uh, I grew up on the sounds of Bad Religion. Uh, they really defined, for me, punk rock in the 90s, and uh, their sounds really never went astray. Uh, I'm excited to see that they're back here at the rave on the 17th. I couldn't be more excited to see Bad Religion. Uh, they just have defined what I think of as smart punk rock music. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and they're on a, a double bill with Alkaline Trio, uh, so that makes it even better. Even more exciting. Yeah, exactly. And uh, Bad Religion is celebrating its 40th anniversary this year, so there's also more reason to celebrate. Uh, Greg Graffin is the only member of the group who has been in it the whole the time. The whole time, yeah. Uh, and Graffin's from Madison. Uh, in January, I did this list of the most influential Wisconsin musicians of the last 100 years. Uh, I had to include him on there. So he's, he's on the list because Bad Religion just really, um, in terms of their, you know, their sound and their kind of political undertones. I mean, they were clearly inspired by like the Ramones, the Sex Pistols, but they also really influenced Offspring and NoFX and so many other yeah, punk bands. They're kind of like the, the the uncles of those bands. You yeah, know? they kind of carried them through. And of course, uh, we can't uh, understate the value of Epitaph Records, which they began yep. and its importance to the music scene. So that's happening at the rave on the seventeenth. Also happening on the seventeenth down the street at the Pfizer Forum, Ozuna. Uh, I got to see Ozuna Piet at uh, Los Del's festival last summer, and uh, you want to talk about a powerhouse in the reggaeton sound right now? Ozuna's show, I think, is one not to miss. Yeah, Ozuna, I mean, there's no artist in the world, not just uh, Latin artists, reggaeton artists, no artist in the world that has more music videos on YouTube with over a billion views than Ozuna. I think he has like seven or eight of them. And, and so he's really incredibly, incredibly popular. Um, and so, you know, that's why we're seeing these uh, these arena tours and why he's coming to, to Milwaukee to Pfizer Forum on the 17th, uh, touring behind uh, Nibiru, uh, which was just his album last year. Um, you know, what's cool, too, is that um, the Pfizer Forum, uh, Raj Saha is the manager there. Yep. He's really, when I've talked to him about the bookings, he's been very dedicated to trying to have Latin music content. Uh, our last Latin music tour was Ricky Martin in 2000 and then went for years and years and years when we didn't have a big Latin music arena tour until uh, Jay Balvin played there in 2018. That show didn't sell very well, but it's really great to see how they're still committed to this this music. And by booking Ozuna, that really shows the importance of this music in the market. And this is, again, one of our largest rooms in the market. And you look at the variety of artists we've already talked about so far on the podcast. You've got kind of a folk Americana pop with the Lumineers. You've got Straight Ahead Country with Blake Shelton. You've got kind of a, a, a lounge crooner songwriter with Michael Bluebley. You've got uh, the classic sounds of Elton John. You've got Tame Impala making yeah. new indie rock. That's a lot of different styles yeah. Yeah. in a really big room. Yeah, it's very cool. But small rooms have great shows as we are looking ahead to the month of April as well. Piet, you put Torres on the list. That's at the back room at Colectivo. Yeah, so this is, uh, you know, I did this. I, you can go to Jets Online. I have a list of my 15 picks for Milwaukee concerts this spring. And that's the, the I guess, the smallest artist in the smallest room because Colectivo is like 300 capacity at most. 
The Taurus is really good. I'm actually kind of surprised that she's playing at Collectivo. I feel like she's big enough to do Turner Hall if she wanted to. I think she will get there, too. I think she'll get bigger and bigger and bigger. Mm -hmm. She's just a really smart singer-songwriter where um, she just has a really uh, vulnerable uh, penmanship and really vulnerable voice. On this latest album, which I love, it's probably one of my favorite this year, it's called Silver Tongues. It came out in January. Uh, she combines those elements with um, a little bit of, like, folk and electronic uh, rock kind of fusion thing going on. It's a little bit jittery. So there's this really interesting mix of kind of this alien and this very human. Yeah. Uh, and she's just a really good songwriter. It's a really good album. So uh, what a treat for anyone who gets a ticket to see those songs in that tiny room. We've already had some living legends on our list, including Elton John, who's at Pfizer Forum in April, but also in April at the Riverside Theater, the legendary Willie Nelson. Yeah, and I'm just astounded by uh, his touring commitments. Willie Nelson, uh, you know, well into his 80s, uh, has played Wisconsin a ton, uh, and yep. you know, in recent years, and just even just last, year. just last year. Right. right, so last year he played Wisconsin three times. Uh, he was at... Uh, the Outlaw Music Festival at Summerfest. Yep. He did a show at uh, at Green Bay at the Rec Center yep. with Allison Krauss and then Farm Aid last September. Uh, and that included, I mean, even though he canceled some dates because of some health issues, you know, uh, he still was able to just constantly tour, and, and especially in Wisconsin. And as uh, fate would have it, his return to Wisconsin is going to be at the Riverside Theater, so the smallest venue um, in Wisconsin in a while. But he's also going to happen to be here on April 29th, which is his 87th birthday. So it's so going to be a special birthday show for Willie Nelson. of Juana Molina. She's from Argentina and she's making a stop here in the city of Milwaukee on the 1st of May, one of many great concerts here in the month of May. She's going to be performing at the Backroom at Colectivo. And now Piet, she might not be the biggest artist on our list, but she definitely has been blazing trails. Her kind of folktronica sounds, uh, she mixes everything from sensibilities of punk rock to chill wave to folk and electronic all mixed together. Uh, this is a real special treat for Milwaukee here in the spring. That's really cool. I, you know, I, I'm going to be honest, I don't know tons about Juana Molina. I think it's really neat just based on what you, you, you sold me. I mean, to have this very kind of different sort of artist that's playing uh, again, in a small room, it just speaks to the diversity of music that we have coming to Milwaukee. And it also really speaks to the fact that don't overlook the tiny rooms. Don't overlook the tiny shows. There's so many great discoveries there. Absolutely. Uh, don't just stick to the arena shows. Even but though speaking a lot of, of arena arenas, shows. <laughs> yes. let's even talk about a lot of good the ones. 1975. Sure, sure, we're sure. going to be here with a great lineup on that bill. I mean, this is kind of like some of the best of alternative and indie rock playing at the Pfizer. Yeah, Fire. you've got Phoebe Bridgers and yeah, I always Bebadoobie. Bebadoobie. Okay, there you go. Bebadoobie. Uh, <laughs> I always butcher that whenever I say it. Uh, but yeah, they're going to be uh, at Pfizer Forum May 18th. 1975, uh, first led by Matt Healy, and just they're making some of the most interesting and thoughtful and emotional pop rock uh, kind of in the A-list right now. I would agree. And they're just, you know, they're very prolific too. I mean, they just released um, uh, a brief inquiry into online relationships like two years ago, um, and they toured just last May. They were at the Eagles Ballroom and sold that out. Uh, and they already have a new album that's coming out uh, this spring called Notes on a Conditional Form. The singles I've heard from it are really interesting that really show that they are uh, continue to be progressive and adventurous and bold. And this will be their biggest show. So it'll probably be their boldest production, uh, biggest show in Milwaukee. 
um, because they've never done an arena before. So they'll be doing one on May 18th. Now, on the 20th, you've picked Ann Wilson at the Paps Theater, and I'm excited to hear more about what excites you about that show. Yeah, so Ann Wilson from Heart, I mean, that was uh, she played at Pfizer Forum last fall, and that mm-hmm. was also on my list of the best concerts last year. Um, you know, Hart went through a, a difficult period where there's kind of this family issues between Ann Wilson and her sister Nancy. Yes. It, you know, the band seemed like it was going to be split for good. Uh, they got past that, and they sounded fantastic last fall. And the thing, the big takeaway, I think, from that night was how great Ann Wilson sounded as a singer. Her voice is incredible. I mean, she's been singing for over 40 years, and she hasn't lost, like, a single touch of that magic. Uh, and she was whether she was covering her own stuff or Led Zeppelin songs, she was singing some extremely challenging songs. And she just sounded so fantastic, so soulful, really able to hit those high notes and those low notes and just... Uh, I, I can't think of a rocker who's been singing songs that challenging for that many decades and still sounding that good live. So the, the chance to be able to hear her sing some of those heart songs and other solo material in a small venue like the Pap Cedar, you shouldn't pass on that. That's going to be happening May 20th. Another uh, artist who's been performing for decades, the Wailers, are going to be here in Milwaukee. And when we've talked a lot about living legends in this list uh, so far, Piet, and uh, I mean... You, Obviously, the, the breadth and, and library of Bob Marley's music, of course, it, it transcends generations, it transcends cultures, it transcends languages, uh, and the Whalers are, are the living embodiment of that. It's still here for today, and it's still, I think, now as we're looking at the social climate and the times we live in, I would dare say their music is actually more important than ever before. Yeah, this is obviously going to be a, a big year for that kind of music, that kind of message, that kind of... Uh, you know, political messaging that the Whalers have been doing, obviously, for decades and decades and decades. And, um, you know, I think that makes this show even more relevant and timely. Uh, they're going to be happening. That's going to be happening May 13th at the Rave. And we round out with our list uh, another artist who is not shy to talk about what's important through their music, Bikini Kill, coming to the Riverside Theater on the 24th. Yeah, Bikini Kill uh, was one of those really crucial uh, leaders of the Riot Girl punk rock mm-hmm. movement that kind of emerged in the 90s. And they were only around until I think 97 or something like that. But that that was very much kind of this, you know, uh, very feminist, uh, aggressive punk rock sound, very political. Um, and just really, like, you can't listen to it and be passive. You know what I mean? And it you really can't charges underestimate you. the influence they had for decades beyond. I mean, they are always listed by some of my favorite artists as an influence sure. and as kind of uh, the reason they decided to raise their voice. So, yep. I mean, they've gone on to, uh, again, influence generations of women uh, and men too yeah absolutely but uh it's a it's a legendary show and it's one night at the riverside theater here yeah so bikini kill they broke up in 97 they did a couple shows here and there last year they did a few shows a handful of shows but this riverside theater show um it's happening this spring it's their first tour actual tour tour in 23 years and they're going to be doing more touring they're going to be hitting more markets in the u.s in the fall and this summer they're going to be in europe but for the first tour, Milwaukee was one of just 13 cities yeah. that got a date. It's not a very long tour, but they get the final night. Um, that's going to be happening May 24th. So, yeah, I mean, this is just a really important band who got a lot of rave reviews for their shows last fall um, when they did, like, New York, L.A., things like that when they did it last year. So I'm expecting great things from a band that doesn't play here often, hasn't played here in over 20 years. So see them when you can. Well, that's just some. I mean, we skipped uh, about a dozen other bands that we wanted to talk about on our list. At least a dozen, yeah. Because the spring is filled with hot concerts. So if you want an even deeper list, you can go to RadioMilwaukee.org and check out our events page. Or go to JSOnline.com music. This is Tapped In. 
It's produced by Kenny Perez, and our handcrafted sonic inspiration comes from the License Lab. We receive support from you, our members. And for those of you who want to become contributing members to this radio station, you can go to RadioMilwaukee.org, click on the orange heart, and check out all the great benefits and perks. We remind you that you can find more lists online at RadioMilwaukee.org, and we will see you next time for Tapped In. See you next time.